Everyone on this podcast hates me. Then maybe you should ask Santa for a new podcast. I don't want a new podcast. I don't want any podcast. Podcasts suck. Just stay up there. I don't want to see you again for the rest of the review. I don't want to see you again for the rest of my whole life. And I don't want to see any other movies either. I hope you don't mean that. You'd feel pretty sad if you woke up tomorrow morning and you didn't have any movies to review. No, I wouldn't. Then say it again. Maybe it'll happen. I hope I never see any movies again. Kevin, you're such a disease. Sure. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Seating. I am Jason Harding. And I'm Steve Shives. And welcome to our Christmas present? (laughs) Our our Christmas mistake. (laughs) Last year was pretty fun. It was It's a Wonderful Life. Steve had a Christmas miracle and everything was awesome, right, Steve? Yeah, I had my own little Grinch moment. My my heart grew three sizes that day. So if last year's gift was thoughtful and you liked it and you're like, oh boy, and you you, you use it every day and it's great and awesome, this is that gift from that half-blind cat lady aunt that you have who thinks you're three and probably just packed some toilet paper... Probably used toilet paper in a box and just shoved it right in your lap and said, I hope you enjoy this. That's what this year is, Steve. But it's the thought that counts. What is the thought behind this? Other Uh, than welcome to pain, everyone. Christmas pain. Hopefully the thought is that experiencing our pain with us in real time will be entertaining to our, our lovely fans. That's right. So not only are you getting a review of today's movie, you're going to get an entire commentary track. Don't worry, we're going to tell you where to start the film. That's right, we're telling you to watch this movie with us. (laughs) This time, we're not giving you a choice. You have to watch the movie or the show will make no sense at all. Although last year, people said that they listened to it without watching the movie and they thought it was great. Oh, bless those people. That's probably because a lot of people have It's a Wonderful Life memorized. Yeah, they could just like, oh, yeah, that must have been the scene where he fell in the lake. Yeah. 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 Hey, did you notice that we're a few minutes into this review and we haven't even mentioned the fucking movie? (laughs) Ah, boy. That's because we're still living in the sweet bliss of innocence. I don't even know if I want to say the the name you gotta say it because i want to today we're watching reviewing and commenting on home alone merry christmas (laughs) yeah to all but us all right before we go to the movie and i tell you guys when to hit play um we've got some trivia right steve yeah i have just it's a little bit of trivia and we we were actually were uh chatting about it before we started the recording that um this movie came out in 1990 and it came and it came out actually the year before another kind of similar movie like a madcap high jinxy christmas comedy uh-huh. um, and the movie that came out the year before this was called national lampoon's christmas vacation um the director of home alone was originally supposed to also direct Christmas Vacation. Okay. Um, he was fired or chose to leave yeah. because of a personality conflict with the star of that film, one Chevy Chase. Who, what? He's supposed to be a pussycat. Yeah. Everyone likes working with Chevy Chase. He, he, he has a reputation, probably completely undeserved, um, of being kind of an asshole. How come he can't have a sex scandal? Yeah, I know it's always it's always <laughs> someone whose work that you're gonna someone you're, we like. It's like oh, <laughs> it's, 
Damn it, can it? I, I, that's why, you know, in a, in a sick way, I, w- I was kind of like, oh, good, Brett Ratner. I was like, well, that's no loss at all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, he he had a conflict with Chevy Chase and had to leave. And it was one of those few instances where you can look back and you can go, oh, well, thank God Chevy Chase is such a prick. Yeah. Because Christmas Vacation is actually not that bad of a movie. It's it's a pretty good movie. At least well, it, 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 makes me, it makes me laugh. Most of the who jokes was the land. director, Steve? That some, had to leave. <laughs> some person that you've never heard of. It was it was the, the, the first person that the producer saw after Chris Columbus left the set, and they were like, "You're the director now." No, it was <laughs> it was the director of Christmas Vacation was Jeremiah Chechik, and of course the okay. director the director who was who was fired from uh, the mm. film and who directed our film today was uh, Chris Columbus. Yeah, because um, John Hughes felt bad about what happened on Christmas Vacation. And he said, "Here, look, I I I I made a, a tur- I made bad dreams manifest, and I put it into a script, and I'm going to give it to you to direct. And now the world will know my pain. I mean, yes, I mean, you get to do this movie. Uh huh. So yeah, so oh. that's my that's 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 my trivia that the director of this film we are about to watch almost directed another very similar movie, and because he didn't, that movie turned out pretty good. The end. Amazing." Well, I have no trivia for this. I don't. We're going right into who made it. You ready? Let's, let's do it. It was directed by Chris Columbus. You know Chris Columbus. He's he's done lots of stuff. He wrote Gremlins. He wrote a couple other things. He directed the most boring Harry Potter films. Oh, yeah, come at me. Come at me. Come at me, guys. That's right. The first two Harry Potter films are the worst Harry Potter films. He, he established the template for the franchise. That it no, got he a, didn't. That it got a lot better once they threw that template out. <laughs> and they established a new one with the third movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's done a lot of stuff. Oh, a little bit. I do have actually a little bit of trivia. Hey, Steve, how many sequels to Home Alone are there? Oh my God, there's like four. Yeah, there yeah, are. it's ridiculous. And they all are in descending quality. And since we're starting here, you can imagine what the rest of them are. <laughs> they they don't get better. It's not like out of the bunch. Oh, well, you know, four is actually the jewel in the crown that is the Home Alone Empire. (laughs) No. Okay, it was produced by John Hughes. John was going into a weird phase in his career. (laughs) After 80s success producing teen comedies, he had made a couple other movies like Uncle Buck, and um, he didn't make planes, trains, and automobiles, did he? Uh, I think he did, didn't he? Did he? I think he did. I like that movie. Yeah. It's impossible. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he was making more grown-up-y stuff, and then he said, Hey, wait a minute. There's a whole market I haven't captured yet. Tone-deaf children's films. So then he just <laughs> decided to make this one. I'm going to do so, nothing but that for the rest of my life. He not only produced this movie, he also wrote this movie. And it stars Macaulay Culkin as Kevin. And this early career path for this young actor had no influence onto the man that he would become, right, Steve? Not at all. He wouldn't become like a skeevy-looking heroin addict. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know why you would joke about that. I don't either. It's I'm terrible. Bad. Joe Pesci is Harry. Um, Joe Pesci is one of my favorite actors. Right, yeah. Steve? Yeah, he's terrific. He's amazing. But he's not known for his range. <laughs> no, we're not going to see him in a costume drama about you know revolutionary France per se. Right? Hey, Robespierre, get over here. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. No. <sighs> Daniel no. Stern is Marv. John Hurd is Peter. Roberts Blossom is Marley. Catherine O'Hara. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, it started. Some, a few of them hurt. A few of them hurt. 
Catherine O'Hara, who is one of my favorite actresses, comedic actresses, yeah, who I have loved since SCTV, and who was my secret wife when I was in high school, um, is <laughs> plays uh, Kate, the mom, Angela Goffles as Linny, Devin Ratray, Ratray. Rat Ray? Sure. That sounds like a like, like a, a, a Fleischer Superman villain's weapon. Stand back, Lois. I must stop the Rat Ray. <laughs> You've had it now, Rat Ray. <laughs> Devin Rat Ray as Buzz. Jerry Bammon as uh, as Uncle Frank. Hillary Wolfe as Megan. Larry Hankin as Officer Balzac. And John Candy as the only good thing in the movie. I'm sorry, as Gus Polinsky. <laughs> as another talented comic actor slumming it. <laughs> Music by John Williams, who went, hey, there's a bunch of treacle in this box. I wonder if I can <laughs> spread it all over some, some pages and make a bunch of music. Uh-huh. Cinematography by Julio Macat, edited by Roger Gosnell, production company Hughes Entertainment, distributed by 20th Century Fox. It was released on November... Uh-oh, Steve. Yeah? It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. Oh, that could be bad. Uh, guys, uh, if you haven't been paying attention, the Walt Disney Company just purchased Uh-oh. 20th Century Fox's entire entertainment division. <laughs> and now yeah. they, I think, own... The rights to Home Alone. I would imagine it was part of the package, yeah. Which could mean that Home Alone is going to get a fucking reboot. <laughs> oh, please let it not be so. <sighs> anyway, it was released on November 16th, 1990. A day that will live in infamy. <laughs> Running time, 103 minutes. Budget, $18 million. Box office, uh hurts me to say. Oh, it's a lot. So it's maybe a lot. I won't say it. I can, it. Oh, I can't. Oh, you have to say four hundred and seventy six point seven million dollars. So I guess it made its money back, huh, Steve? Oh, my God. It was. Yes, it was. It, it was a smash commercial success. It was a movie that kids would like and parents would like yeah, if they and, didn't pay attention would make 21-year-old Jason grit his teeth and wonder why he even goes to the movie theater anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay, that's out of the way. That's out of the way. Yeah, we've got out it. Out of the way, and now we've got it. Oh, now's the fun now, part. Now's the fun part, everybody. Don't hate us. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm telling you to do something really bad. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun, right, Steve? We're good. Yeah, we're gonna make it fun because we we both have so much hate inside of us <laughs> that we're just gonna let it out, and it's just gonna dance for the next hundred minutes. It's gonna uh -huh. be fantastic. So, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna count you down now. Steve and I are both uh, we're at zero 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 zero. <laughs> yes. So when I count you down and say press play, you guys are going to press play, we're going to press play, and we're all going to just sit back in our ugly Christmas sweaters uh, yep. with a cup of mold Christmas in our mugs, <laughs> wearing our Santa hats. I mean, if you guys don't celebrate Christmas, you guys are just sitting in front of your computer watching. That's fine. I don't, I'm not forcing Christmas on you. Don't don't worry about it. Last year when I said if you don't celebrate Christmas, fuck you. I didn't mean that, really. <laughs> I don't care if you celebrate Christmas or not. A part this of me meant really it. really belated apology for what I said last year. <laughs> 
But you know, if you you don't celebrate Christmas, I'm not, I'm not going to make you guys do it. I'm really delaying, Steve. I'm yeah, delaying. yeah. It's well, it's understandable though. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to do this. I'm going to count us down, and we're all going to run into the upper middle class world. Mm. <laughs> yes, indeed. Familiar territory for John Hughes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> right. What you know, I guess. Yep, the cartoony, emotion-filled, manipulatively emotional world of Home Alone. Ready? Ready. In three, two, one, play. Oh, that hurts. (laughs) This isn't Star Wars, Steve. Why isn't it Star Wars that's going to come after... This is a tease. I always assume... Oh, Star Wars is supposed to come after that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just... Oh, uh, a little tinkle. Little tinkles. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know what this is... I don't is... know where to go with this music. Is it... But am I supposed to be scared? Is this a horror movie? You know what it's like? It's like Harry Potter without the magic. It feels like a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's the Santa Bells. Can't and you won't won't know it's a Christmas movie without the Santa Bells. (laughs) This is before titles would explode. No, they just they do cutesy animations instead. (laughs) There we go. Uh. See, there's the title. And it's got a modest little house there. Yeah. Too bad there isn't one in the movie. Yeah, that's not the house <laughs> from the movie. No. That's false advertising. Uh, John Williams, you poor man. Oh, he's making his money. I know, that, that's, my, that's my comfort for all of the incredibly talented people in this movie. I think, well, at least they got paid. <laughs> at least they made a paycheck. <laughs> they made some bank. That's good. <laughs> Okay, this looks like the house of someone who would hire Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> so, is this uh, starting in, in media res? <laughs> or is this just a mess on film? <laughs> who let him in? Yeah, how'd he get into the house? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, you're. He. She is on the phone, Kevin. Ignore that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow, she slammed Uncle Frank. We haven't even met him yet. (laughs) Okay, so this is our lead character. We're supposed to like him, right? I, I, I apparently. Oh, great. So he's also a safety hazard? (laughs) Wait, he was playing with a glue gun? (laughs) Okay, wait! Whoa! Wait, back up! He was making an ornament out of fish hooks with a glue gun. (laughs) 
Is there a cutscene where they're like, do you know where the cat is? I took him apart to find out how he worked. (laughs) Oh, Kevin. What? Just start shooting people, Joe. You know how to do it. <laughs> this okay? Is it bad that this early in the film? I just want the whole family to burn. It's. I is feel the exact. Thing? I feel the exact same way. Boy, warmth, holiday fun. (laughs) Oh. Um, spiders don't eat my scuts. (laughs) Family film. (laughs) Family film, yes. (laughs) Okay, he is a psychopath, right? I'm not missing something. Kevin yeah. is... He just doesn't feel the same emotions that we feel. What have these parents been doing to them? It's charming and cute. It's not. It's written like someone who has an idea, had children described to him? <laughs> By someone who also didn't have children. Oh, look, an interesting movie happening outside. <laughs> Hey, Steve, if they're spending this much time on this, this is important, right? Oh, I'm sure it's going to pay off in a big way. Okay. I'm sure. They wouldn't just waste time. It kind of hurts time. me that this actor's in this. <laughs> <laughs> I need money. Uh-huh. In the garbage can? Merry Christmas. <laughs> now, that was the scariest thing ever. Yeah, look at that. We even get scary music. Thanks, John Williams. Yeah. Be afraid, kids. It's one of those abandoned neighborhoods. Yeah, nobody actually lives here. 
That's what you get for having a lawn jockey, you fucking... <laughs> hey, I hope you like that joke, because it, it comes back. Does it? I guess, because, you know, uh, cars hitting lawn jockeys, are in, it, that's inherently hilarious. Oh, okay. Well, so far it's been a laugh riot. I know. Just kill him. This, this Come is, on, you got a gun right there. This is one of the scenes where Joe was cussing at him, and the director <laughs> had to keep yelling, cut. Fucking answer. Hey, hey, why hey. you fucking answer me? Great screenwriting. Where a police officer has to tell the audience, I don't live here. <laughs> How else would we know? And then we get this this hilarious stream of hijinks of who <laughs> will pay for the pizza. Yes. Oh. We're scared white people. <laughs> Upper middle class scared white people, of course. I have like 900 guns. Wait a minute. They all have the pizza, and no one has paid the pizza boy yet. Yes. They're all eating, and no one has paid him. So they're they're all terrible people. Yeah. We're rich. How? <laughs> um, he enjoys peeing in the bed. <laughs> I think that's what we're getting from that. That he's a little pervert. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Can the house explode now? Please. Can it explode? Oh, did you catch that? Someone threw away airplane tickets. <laughs> How did he do that? <laughs> this is all your fault. So the whole family paused to just stare at the little kid. <laughs> like families do. The entire family blames this young child for everything. Don't make any commentary on what the older brother said, which was really kind of insulting. Yeah, really. And and mean. <laughs> Goodbye, pizza boy. <laughs> oh. They added a twinkle. Yeah. In case we miss the gold tooth cuz we're stupid. And just so just so we we know that Kevin knows later on, see. 
Yeah, because there's nothing distinctive about Joe Pesci's face. No, you'd never you'd never recognize him otherwise. Yeah, when he changes clothes, he's like, oh, did they put in another actor? <laughs> Where'd Joe Pesci go? Better put a glint on the gold tooth, just in case. Okay, well, fuck this family. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we know. We've that has been that's the only thing we know about Fuller is that he wets the bed. <laughs> oh, okay. This is like that skit that we did. Yeah, it's also where, where the audience has to pay attention. Oh, sorry. Everyone's going to learn a lesson. Oh, I wonder what I wonder what Kevin's character arc will be. I hope it's something good because he's a piece of shit and I hate him. <laughs> I hope he turns out to become a completely different person by the end of the movie. Yeah, like he'll learn to appreciate family or some shit. Oh, yeah, maybe. Wait a minute, he doesn't like being up there, but it's like a room made for kids? Why doesn't he love being in the most awesome room in this house? <laughs> like, it's a really cool room. Oh, thanks. Thanks, movie, we're that dumb. We couldn't, we didn't pick up from the, the last scene that he wanted his family gone. We had to have him think it at us. Great, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> is this Elm Street? I think it is, I hope so. <laughs> One, two, Freddy's covered for <laughs> We're not that lucky, man. I could see him showing up. Merry Christmas, Kevin. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hi, Jinx. See, even Christmas doesn't want him to go. <laughs> Hello. Oh, get it? Because everyone keeps hitting the lawn jockey. It's a running gag. Cause... <sighs> it's funny. It's funny. What? It's noon. <laughs> oh! Oh! Oh, the music, Steve! Oh, oh, look! They're showing everything at, a, at an accelerated <laughs> speed! Oh, boy! <laughs> Hello, plot development boy. How are you? Yeah, really. I'm here to plug a plot hole. <laughs> Thank goodness this movie has a quirky kid from out of nowhere. Literally from out of fucking nowhere <laughs> he just fucking walks on <laughs> okay whoo thank goodness <laughs> It would be funnier if they took that kid. 
<laughs> yeah. And he was just their son from now on. I'm Kevin now. <laughs> so, um, kid from out of nowhere is just going through people's stuff. <laughs> And and he's gone forever and ever. <laughs> no, just put a gun in your mouth, Frank. Just kill. Was that a joke? (laughs) And... Oh, boy. Have you ever been to O'Hare Airport? I have never been. Is it just like this? It's a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) It's a giant horseshoe. (laughs) Oh, wow. Before 9-11, airports were cool. Oh yeah, I can totally identify with this family flying in first class. Yeah, you know, ordering they're, champagne. They're just like going we are. To Paris for Christmas. They're just like us. <laughs> I don't know if that's a plane that can actually make it to France. We're going to stop off in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) Just a short layover. (sighs) Yeah, many a times I've walked through my expansive house with a gigantic kitchen. Hey, look, it's Steve's favorite movie in this movie. Uh, Yeah. That's that's always a good sign when when a really bad movie plays a really good movie in the middle of the bad movie. You know it's funny Miracle, Miracle on 34th Street is more believable than the plot of this film. Yes, it is. It's 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 practically a docudrama <laughs> compared to this. Really? Really Kevin? You're just now? Okay. I'm starting to put something together. Is he? (laughs) I can totally identify with this family. Oh, yeah. This isn't how you fly? He's stealing them. That's great. Fuck this family. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Catherine, it's not too late to leave this chump. 
I'm 21. I'm of legal age. <laughs> In, ni- in 1990. <laughs> yeah, whew, thank goodness. <laughs> no one judged these parents. No, they're, they're just doing what any parents would do. They're victims of circumstance. <laughs> I was a victim of circumstance. <laughs> You made a wish, Kevin. See? Yeah. You know, they really missed the boat by just not making this a full-on Twilight Zone episode where he, his <laughs> parents actually disappeared. I think they missed the boat by making this a horror movie in which they're all just moldering corpses in beds. <sighs> that would be even better. It would not change Macaulay Culkin's performance no, at all. No, he, he doesn't. He sort of reads lines and that's it. <clears throat> Is that a noose next to a mannequin? That's a little creepy. Why are there so many mannequins in the basement, by the way? And also, that's like uh, Freddy Krueger's basement. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got Freddy Krueger's furnace. That's true. Oh, we got to establish the cartoon furnace that they have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to eat ya. Feed me souls! (laughs) Which, again, is a pitch for a much better movie. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, because if you were paying attention, Kevin... They said that they were going to be taking airport shuttles. You stupid little kid. Now he's 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 very precocious though. Fuck precocious. He, okay, here's here's his big light bulb moment though. He's gonna figure it out. Oh, thanks, movie. <laughs> Thank. You know, I might have forgotten this part. It was only ten minutes ago, Steve. (laughs) Why is he remembering different takes? (laughs) Yeah, that's not... uh, That's the worst eyebrow wiggle I think I've ever seen. Um, Steve? Yeah? Yeah, buddy. He's supposed to be a good child actor, right? Uh, That's what I was told. I don't know about that, though. Um, I'm having a hard time. (laughs) 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 It's like Every word that comes out of his mouth isn't convincing at all whatsoever. And he breaks it. <laughs> he's a he's he's a very bad person. He's a, That's true. He's a snoop, he's judgmental. 
He's gonna. He's violent. He's gonna break his brother's stuff. He's happy that his entire family is, I guess, dead. Yeah. <laughs> he has some very serious emotional problems that are going totally unaddressed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they had to make up a movie. Yeah. Which, again, sounds like a much better movie than this. Wouldn't you love to watch a movie called Angels with Filthy Souls? I know, I would. I would love I to. I love film noir. I would love to watch this movie. Um, I'm having a hard time understanding why Kevin wants to watch it. <laughs> Eight-year-olds love black and white movies. Yeah, they love black and white movies from the 1940s, especially film noir. Yeah, they love gangster movies, especially. So, so far, we can't identify with the family, and children can't identify with Kevin, really. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what, uh, what eight-year-old says the word rubbish? I was, yeah, I never said that. I mean, I don't even think eight-year-olds in England say rubbish. It's something you have to grow into. I guess. He's watching one of Captain Picard's holodeck programs. <laughs> She's got nothing to do with this, Johnny. Yeah, and he's into it. Yeah. Oh, and now he's scared of it. <laughs> At least somebody's having fun. Yeah, at least this comes up later in the movie. <laughs> again and again and again. Mm-hmm. He called. Oh, a- by the way, the, are the parents sitting in a different class than the kids? Yes. Okay. The kids are in coach. The parents are in first class because I'm surprised the kids aren't in luggage. <laughs> they're, they're under the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I think Kevin just called out to me through the force. Yeah. Now, now your cars will be stolen. <laughs> Honey, we don't have a garage. <sighs> ah, realization. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in this hilarious comedy. Oh, please just let him hurt himself really bad. There's no way he's making that. No, the angles, no way. the angles are completely wrong. And they and why do they shoot it so that we can see that the angle is completely wrong? Well, I happen to know trivia. They shot this these scenes in the actual house. Ah. Which just sold on the market for $1.46 million. Well, it's considered a landmark. Well, good for somebody. And dead. <laughs> oh, no. Dead yet? No. And he hits a tree. No. Okay. So he just kind of stops. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we saw that. Yeah, you're going to jail when you get back. <laughs> Your horrible you parents know that, right? is horrible. <laughs> yeah. You're horrible people. All of you. 
Everyone, all your whole family. I hope your plane goes into the ground like a dart when you get to France. (laughs) We thought it was a tragedy at first, but then it was just the family of that Kevin McAllister. Now, the real plot begins. Ah, yes. Oh, finally. As these two rich, very realistic characters are introduced into this movie. Yes. Yes, they're they're so multifaceted. <laughs> so, I just... I want to get this straight, Steve. Yes, 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 yes. The Joe Pesci character seems relatively smart. Yeah. I mean, this makes sense. He's kind of planned it out. Yeah. He's, he's impersonated a police officer. How is that the silver donut? What was in there other than screaming children? I don't get it, but they are really, really anxious to rob that particular house, even though they don't seem any richer than anybody else on this block. No. Which, granted, is super rich. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't get it. They didn't even introduce, like, a a MacGuffin. Like, you know, don't forget to lock your great-grandmother's gigantic diamond in the safe before we go or something, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, just keep pushing that Christmas button. Oh, my God. Why? Stop showing good movies in the middle of your bad movie. It's bad form. What should they be showing? What garbage should he be watching? They should be showing Home Alone. I'm so nervous, Steve. What if they get in and steal stuff? Oh, no. I sure hope they don't rob these rich people of their insured property. (laughs) I mean, really, what are we supposed to... I mean, am I I really supposed to be that invested in whether or not these rich people get robbed? These unarmed burglars. Yeah. Yeah. Who don't even seem that scary. Who are just bumbling fools. Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the improvisational genius of young Kevin to save the day. The, yeah, the totally not suspicious two guys in trench coats going to the back. <laughs> the cars are right there in the garage. Maybe you should give up on this house and try the other of 19 that you've scoped out. Yeah, no, but this is the one, though. This is the silver donut. Because there's a little boy in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, I felt his fears. Oh, he, he was definitely making it come across, yeah, and he wasn't <laughs> indicating at all, which was wonderful. Oh, wait! Oh, more, they're more, running! More music! music. <laughs> Why did you pick her? Yeah, really. There's like 900 phones there. Look, I'm an American with a problem. I'm more important than you. And this is why foreigners hate us. Yes, and that's why we deserve it. (laughs) Here, go throw some other people off the phones. I forgot. There's a reason why... What happens? Why can't you call the house? 
Uh, the phones are out from the power outage or something. No, they cut the phone lines, maybe? I think it, they, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think we saw them cut the phone lines. I think it was had to do with, like, the, the branch falling or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. You're the man of the, yeah. See, that's, right. that is, that's what, that's toxic masculinity at work. Is it? Yeah, that's what happens. This, you know, the pressure. I thought owns... it was toxic script writing. Oh, that. <laughs> Thanks to Jim Cunningham. Uh oh. Ready for the most obvious punchline in the world? Even his running away isn't convincing. No. See, it's funny because he said he wasn't afraid, but then he was afraid. You know, when kids scream and they they wave their arms like that. Yeah. And then they scream at the cameraman. (laughs) And then they do the same shot that they did earlier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is a family crisis intervention. You abandon your child at home while you all went to Paris. <laughs> Let me call Child Protective Services. Look, he's got a donut because he's a police officer. <laughs> Steve, he's eating, he's eating a donut because he's a police officer. How else would we know? Sergeant Bolzak. Oh, he's incompetent. And he's got donut <laughs> oh, on his phone. Take the donut it's off hilarious. your phone. There it goes. Hey, hey, America, fuck you, police. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to make pretend that this isn't the kind of call that policemen actually like to go on. Yeah, really. Why are you having the children do it? <laughs> Last time I checked, there's like one, two, three, four adults over there. <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, it worked. And your stupid son won't go to the door. Yeah. Because he's, he's stupid. <laughs> and the policeman will just give up and leave. No, they'll go on. It must have been a crank. Not my job. Surprised he's not eating a donut. Yeah. He's got if you look close you can see powder on his lips. <laughs> well, I knocked twice. What else am I supposed to do? Hi, I'm the oldest police officer in Chicago. You know- um <laughs> I better head back. I'm only two days from retirement. (laughs) Phew! Crisis averted. (laughs) What, uh, gone? There's been a war? What, why, why are they gone? I told her I was John Hurd, but nothing. Remember the days when you could say I'm John Hurd and I had pull? Oh, wait. <laughs> you know, from Sharknado. 
you know, these are the scenes that really make this movie sing. Yeah, it is. It's it's nice to see that the rest of the family doesn't really care. <laughs> so you're going to try to go home? Okay, fine, whatever. Your child's dead, maybe. It's possible. <laughs> Remember, this is the child that was making a, a Christmas ornaments out of fish hooks and <laughs> using hot glue guns. I would be worried about my house. I think the house is probably full of gas. Yeah. At this point, I would not be worried about the kid. I'd be worried about everything else I have. Oh wait, here comes the iconic scene yes, for some yes. reason of a naked boy in a bathroom. Yes, doing unfunny things. Thanks, thing. America. <laughs> Saying unfunny lines to himself and doing unfunny things. Yeah, talking to himself like no child does. We all are the narrators of our own stories. How funny. Yeah, it's funny because there's, there's alcohol in aftershave and it stings. Yeah, it really actually stings after you shave? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's side, sort of important. Doesn't really sting a whole lot when you don't shave? No, just maybe. It's just kind of cold. Just a little tingle, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But when you shave, you, you know, you shave off the top layer of your skin and, and it's, when you put yeah, alcohol on it, it hurts a little bit. It's a little bit, sensitive, sure, yeah. He didn't do that. No. So the whole joke kind of falls it's apart. It's a bad joke and then they do it again. Yeah. Oh, look, he destroyed his brother's room. Oh, he's dead. Good. End of movie. Happy Yay! Yay. <laughs> he got what he had coming to him. Oh, he's okay. Oh, look, he's indestructible. He's okay. It's like the A-team. Oh, no, I killed my brother spider. No, he didn't. It's still walking around it's, there somewhere. I, I, at least we have someone to root for now. There it goes. Yeah. yeah. Escape! Go, Christmas spider! Go, Christmas spider! <laughs> I hope that spider's okay. Oh, where's Scott Farkas when you need oh, him? Oh, please, please, somebody. <laughs> Why is there never a bully when you want one? <laughs> I mean, it's like an ecosystem. They do play a role. Yeah. You know? See, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> and he seems to be arbitrarily breaking shit yeah. and trying to dump the broken stuff into <laughs> Why? the bag. Why? Why is he dumping shattered glassware into his bag? I mean, this is like people who've never been robbed think how robbers work. Yeah. That's the plot phone. Shh. Uh-oh, plot point. Mm. Um, I have a question. If these are all people who are gone at Christmas time, why are there presents on the tree? <laughs> That's a great question. Because they put theirs out early. Oh wow, a POV of Joe Pesci. Now I know what he sees, how he sees things. <laughs> Just wait till you see what it looks like when he looks through the kaleidoscope. Yeah. If you could read, it would say it yeah. on the outside. Why is he buying a toothbrush at a greeting card store? Why doesn't he have a toothbrush already? Why is this movie... Oh, because he packed it. Oh, that's right. That makes yeah, sense. His toothbrush. His toothbrush is in Paris. I love how she has to kick the toothbrush question up to her manager. Yeah, because, uh, you know, she's just a woman. What does she 
Look, I'm only here part-time for Christmas. I don't know. I have to make enough money to be able to afford my medication. Because <laughs> the scary hand with the bandage is terrifying. Yeah. General Lee? <laughs> Oh no, I'm getting more of a Stonewall Jackson yeah. kind of vibe. <laughs> yes. He's really angry about how the war went. <laughs> I thought at least I, I think would... Kevin reminds him of one of the one of the <laughs> one of the drum players. Ah, yes. Shy's head get blown clean off. <laughs> now oh here's an action scene. Is it? Sure. He stole a toothbrush. <laughs> He's eight. And one, Kill of, him. and one of Chicago's finest springs into action. <laughs> oh, donuts, don't fail me now. <laughs> oh, and this fully grown police officer cannot keep up with a moderately jogging eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, because that's a, a whoa moment, yeah. right? He also propelled himself fast enough that he can go all the way across this... <laughs> Completely unconvincing skating pond. Oh. And he's hit by a train uh, and dies. The, the end. end. Boy, this movie keeps teasing us with happy endings. <laughs> <sighs> oh no. Why is Kevin upset? He just got away with a crime. Yeah, I know. I feel guilty for my shoplifting. Oh, here we go. Remember, this is what Hollywood people think burglars are. Yeah. I'm pleased with my work. Nothing like leaving behind a actual... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You know, leave behind a trademark so that if they ever actually catch you, they know exactly how many things you've burgled yeah. so they can tack on more time <laughs> to your... They know exactly how many crimes to charge you with. Yep. Also, by the way, anyone who would notice that there had been this van in the neighborhood for more than a week. Yeah. Well, I mean, the apparently it's... Ev- oh, wait, wait, Kevin's about to die. Oh, please, please let this be it. <coughs> Kevin screams an awful lot. Yeah, and I'd never believe a single word of it. Nope. And then he just walks once. away. Like a drunk. <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. I lost my family, so... Uh, Here comes. Ah, there uh, we go. So we know it's the same guy. You got that, you stupid audience? Well, and the, the stupid kid, I guess he wouldn't have recognized him otherwise. I knew I shouldn't have got you know, this gold tooth. I'm gonna shoot him in his mouth. <laughs> go get your shine box! No, that's that's what somebody said to him. That's backwards. <laughs> you, yeah, you reversed. I reversed it. it. That's not suspicious. <laughs> oh. 
It's funny because it's true. It's relatable. Yeah, it's the, That's how crime works. Yeah, it's the sort of thing that we've all experienced. Who who hasn't had yeah. the terror of being a young child and being menaced by a van? By guys in a van. Yeah. Let's leave the commentary there, shall we, before we go to a dark place? <laughs> God, he can even outrun cars. He really is faster than he looks. Oh, boy. Yes, sanctuary! <laughs> no, Kevin, don't go in there. It's a Catholic church. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It would have uh, felt it would have felt wrong not to make that joke. No, no, you know burglars can't step foot inside a church in the person of flames. <laughs> They're like vampires. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really surprised that this dumbass movie didn't have him disguised as one of the people in the in the nativity scene. Yeah. Like he's just laying there dressed as baby yeah. Jesus. Or he's like one of the lambs. Oh, wait, I forgot. They did do something that stupid. <laughs> a brilliant disguise. <laughs> he just happened to have a bl- blanket and a crook lying yeah, around. Just a, an extra one. <sighs> the end? Oh, please. Nope. He escaped. Good for him. The end. looks perfectly natural yeah there's people especially the man sliding sideways (laughs) looks like there are a lot of real people in the house that's right it doesn't look like a broken animatronic at disneyland not at all (laughs) (laughs) see um he did all this in a couple of hours yeah and it all works perfectly yeah, thankfully, he had all those mannequins down in uh-huh. the, the basement for no real apparent reason. <laughs> and I just thought it was weird. He doesn't even do this convincingly. I don't even know if he knows what he's doing. What is he supposed to be? He's not dancing to the song. I'm a little drunk, that's, sorry. That's... I don't see how... Wait... What? <laughs> and it convinces the idiots. Yeah. Well, goodbye. I mean, are we really supposed to be rooting against them? They're clearly the underdogs in this. <laughs> it worked. Hooray. Paris. <laughs> hey, Christmas. What a bitch of a holiday. <laughs> hey, look, another good uh, movie. Another movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's wetting right there. Oh my god in heaven. <laughs> Why are we cutting back to this awful family? Yeah, really. To remind us of how better off the kid is without them? I guess. And how we shouldn't be invested in their reunion at all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, they have, what, the impossible hotel room? With, like, the perfect view of yeah, the Eiffel really. Tower? I know. Completely relatable, everybody. <sighs> Completely relatable. I'm from America. Uh, 
I'm a, I'm a sociopath. <laughs> I have no emotional ties to anyone. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad we got that bit of character development yeah. out of the way. Oh, and there goes the lawn jockey again. Because mm-hmm. it's hilarious. It's really funny. It's see, so funny. Uh, that little touch of uh, white upper-class racism in front of the house yeah. gets knocked over all the time. Yeah, it's, it's real funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing this? Yeah. It's a good thing that the dialogue from this imaginary movie just so happens to perfectly suit this kind of situation. I know. It's amazing. It's quite amazing. And it's so funny they use it twice. Yeah. I mean, why write new jokes when you've got a perfectly good one right there? Yeah. Twenty cent tip. <laughs> And there's no way he can tell that that's coming from a TV no, either. No, of course not. Because the shitty speaker on a black and white TV in the kitchen <laughs> is convincing. <laughs> See, because working class people deserve this kind of abuse. It's funny because he threatened the pizza delivery boy. Yeah, the, min- the, the, the minimum wage worker who delivered your fucking food yeah. deserves to be terrified. Right. in the snow, like the day before Christmas. Ha ha, fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> he got what he had coming to him. So what have, we, what have we determined so far? Everyone in this movie's worthless? Yeah, everybody's terrible. Cops. <laughs> they all deserve to die. You're going to starve to death, kid. <laughs> Oh, wow, so everyone in other countries is garbage, too. (laughs) Christmas movie. (laughs) My wife is a monster. How do you know I'm a mother? We chose to be childless. <laughs> Don't you talk to me like you know me, young lady. It worked. She'll get home and everything will be fine. Yay. No more complications. Yep. Oh, hey, Johnny. Oh, Johnny Carson's in this, too. Yeah. He didn't know. <laughs> And of course, Kevin's watching Johnny Carson because... um, Yeah, that's what eight-year-olds do. They they watch The Tonight Show. (laughs) Oh, he misses them now. And then he puts it under his pillow? Like, what is the... Yeah. 
Well, maybe, like, the tooth fairy will come and take the picture. <laughs> he lifts the pillow the next morning and his family is there! No, if it was a horror movie, he'd lift the pillow and all of his family's teeth would be there. Yeah. Oh, oh look, he got over his loneliness, uh, though, because we now get this uh, funny scene it, that is obviously the same scene that we saw earlier. It's a reprise. Also, what child knows the lyrics to this song? What child would voluntarily listen to this song? Someone really liked seeing Kevin naked in a bathroom. Yeah. Hey, remember that hilarious joke from earlier? No, which one? You'll, you'll get it. So he's that dumb. <laughs> yes. Not only is it an unfunny joke, it establishes that our lead character is a huge dipshit. Yep. Who hurts himself the same way twice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our hero. How much money did Buzz have? Oh, God. What is, does Buzz, like, deal drugs or something? <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it Where does him. Buzz's stash come from? Mildly concerning, uh. but I won't call anybody. <laughs> There we go. See, look, he's being all grown up now. Yeah, it's great. I guess. I, were, I, I guess he can drink the laundry detergent. I, were were they out of food. laundry detergent? Like, oh, see, everything's fine because it's cute. Yeah. Even though it's obviously from a magazine. <laughs> it was an insert, okay? Okay. I'd also like to buy this magazine of pornography, please. <laughs> and this cigar. <laughs> For I am an adult. Wow. It's like he's reading off a cue card. Yeah. And she drops it. Very good. That was a trick question. Well played, little boy. <laughs> wah, wah. Ha, ha, it's funny. And then it doesn't matter. Yeah, he gets it he home somehow. He just gets it home somehow. We don't get to see. But see, he's being responsible. Yeah. He's doing laundry. He's doing laundry with Tide brand detergent. Remember, folks, when you want your clothes clean. When you're clean, home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Be like Kevin. Use Tide. Meanwhile, oh, he hallucinates. I forgot. Yeah, yeah he hallucinates that it moves on its own. <laughs> Who's stoking the furnace, Kevin? Is it you? It's, he's using his telekinetic powers. <laughs> no, but I mean, who's who's fueling the furnace? Uh, he's got to keep warm somehow. It's a coal furnace. How is it? <laughs> I forgot about these guys. They're in this movie, right? Yeah. They're the villains, supposedly. How hard was it for John Hughes not to have them be three burglars that looked like Larry Moe? Oh, Kermit? my God. <laughs> yeah, numbskull. I mean, we got a Larry. We, we got a, a Curly. We got a Larry. No Moe. No Moe. They need a Moe. They desperately need a Moe. He was saving that for Baby's Day Out, I think. <laughs> 
He's like, this is too good. I'm saving this <laughs> for this piece of shit movie. I can't use this here. Ah, uh, thwarted again. The door's locked. Yeah. Or I know. That's what I'll do. I'll just, for no reason, uh, uh, stick my foot in the dog door. What are you hoping to can... accomplish? Let me get this straight. He couldn't hear him washing dishes, but he can hear the TV. Yeah. And of course, Kevin keeps it queued up to this scene, just in case. Mm-hmm. A pot? Okay. It's like MacGyver. <laughs> when I was a kid... Oh, of course, because you keep firecrackers in the kitchen <laughs> in the drawer. the junk drawer in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Right next to the lighter. <laughs> Oh, so is this an alternate reality where everyone's really stupid? I think it has to be. Oh, brother. He lip syncs a lot. It's his way of dealing with the loneliness. <laughs> I didn't hear anything, and I'm exactly 200 feet away. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear no gunshots. Yeah, let's just keep going with this joke, because it was funny. It's around this time that Joe Pesci realized what movie it was in, I think. <laughs> And he called his accountant to make sure the check had cleared. <laughs> you know what movie came out this year, Steve? Oh, what movie? Goodfellas. Yeah, that was kind of a big one for Joe Pesci, huh? So if you were watching movies in 1990, Goodfellas came out, and then this came out. Yep. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times for Joe Pesci. <sighs> Just to pan away from her. Just pan away. Just, I don't care about her plotline in this. <laughs> just, there's a more interesting guy. Just yeah, really? Look back there. The, the guy in the yellow jacket. Yeah. When he's used as an ancillary character, he almost always saves a scene. <laughs> You have given Catherine O'Hara One of the most talented comedic actresses ever Nothing In this movie (laughs) Hey I know let's hire an incredibly funny person And not give them anything funny to do (laughs) That's a great idea Even when he's out of focus And in the background he's more interesting It's the saddest SCTV reunion ever. I know. 
We'll be quiet for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) So, let me get this straight, Steve. Uh Uh-huh. In this movie, he's in this movie for, what, three minutes, maybe? Yeah, yeah. And he invests more character and backstory into this character than anybody else in the movie. (laughs) And seems so much more lived in and realistic and like an actual person. Now, this is a good movie. Right yeah, there. Let's make this the movie. <laughs> Where she finds love with the polka band. Yeah. And she just abandons she, her whole awful family. <laughs> she she joins the polka band. Oh yeah, that's good. I mean, come on. She learns how to play the tuba. And that's it. Yeah, maybe you can make it worth our while, you know? You know <laughs> no, are you kidding me? <laughs> you shut up. You take that back right d- now. I'm in a very dark place. <laughs> it was the one little light spot in this whole fucking I know, that movie. Is, I know, I'm sorry, and oh, I ruined like he's it. Destroying a neighbor's tree. Child labor is funny, right? <laughs> He's cutting down a tree. Oh my god! Why? Why do you think you're being scammed? Because you saw yeah. an obviously destructive kid do a destructive thing. Yeah. And and how does seeing him alone outside prove that no one else is in the house if they've been? Oh yeah, he'll, he won't notice that. That's uh... oh ah. Uh. He ain't buying it no more. So he's smart. <laughs> it only took him halfway through the movie. You fucking mutt, you. <laughs> <laughs> so are they murderers now is that the implication uh, or they just god I hope so <laughs> for what there's nothing How? in it yeah <laughs> Good thing they're talking but about their I plan come back, to rob I, my house. I'm going to go go over to a house because I'm being made a made man tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee I'm going to be hit tonight, I swear. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I just got to call Tommy and let him know. <laughs> it sure was good that they talked about their plan to burglarize his house in such specific yep. detail. Get, get that out of my face. No, don't. I don't. I 
It must be really cold in the back of that budget rental truck. <laughs> I know. They're just in the back of the truck. Okay, Santa's here, I think. Uh, let's bring Santa Claus into this, Because too. every um, neighborhood has a miscellaneous Santa village. <laughs> just a cottage. Just sitting on the front lawn of someone's fucking mansion. Wait, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Everybody goes to the castle and sees Santa Claus. Because only the lower classes go to the mall to see Santa. Yeah, this is the real Santa right this here. This is the, the Santa that the town sets up, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the official government-sanctioned Santa. He's dead. Tell tell Santa he's a dead man. He took my family. He's dead. His mu- his wife dead. Those fucking elves dead. His reindeer are meat. Tell him I'm coming for him and everything he loves. <laughs> he can't go far enough north to get away from me. You tell him. <laughs> Well, thanks, little boy, out after dark all alone. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you smoke? There you go. Here's a condom. <laughs> Hang on to this. How come you didn't just take off the Santa costume before you got yeah. your piece of shit Honda? <clears throat> <laughs> That you don't know how to drive. <laughs> ah, see, it's funny. It's funny because poor people suck. Poor. <laughs> Misfortunes that befall working people are hilarious. Come watch the classism comedy of Home Alone. <laughs> Laugh with the rich. Oh, see, because now he misses his piece of shit family. Aww. See, but he's getting sentimental because these are probably nice people how that come, he's watching. How come he's not having visions of when they were calling him a disease now? Yeah, really? <laughs> this is when you need to be remembering that stuff. That's right. Come on, Kevin. You're still convinced that you wished your family away. He should get so depressed that when the burglars come, he just lets them. <laughs> I deserve it. I can't be trusted to be in the world with my oh, terrible the power. Last, the, the last place the desperate truly go. <laughs> yes. And as Kevin glared hatefully at the house of God... <laughs> Or just stared meaninglessly at the boom mic. <laughs> Do I have a line in the shot? I don't. No, Kevin, okay, just good. stand there and look at it. Just stare. What am I feeling? I don't... We don't fucking care. We can't tell anyway, Kevin. Well, thank goodness they're having the, the uh, chorus for all four people. Yeah, really. You know, because uh, the, the humongous church in the middle of town is probably not going to be well attended for the Christmas pageant. No, of course not. 
framing. <laughs> Too bad it doesn't mean anything. You members of the choir on the right side don't get direction. <laughs> <laughs> They're just guessing. They have to do everything in reverse. They're <laughs> like, the, actually the talented ones. I can't see what he's doing. <laughs> Yes, we all know what a church is. We don't have to <sighs> crawl over every inch of it. Is there... I never got that. Is there some religious significance to Christmas? <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. When Stonewall Jackson was a very religious man. Oh, no. You know, they think people won't kill someone in a church. They're wrong. <laughs> but they're wrong. <laughs> Plainview uh, uh, aged really well, actually. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that you were a bastard from a basket. This is, I think, when we're supposed to feel feels or something, right? Uh, I, I, I guess. I hope we feel something, because this scene takes forever. You know, it was about states' rights. It wasn't about slavery. This movie really does not deserve this actor. He is, yeah, he is much better than this. It'll make you feel a lot worse. No, I drink. (laughs) (laughs) I drink and I hit people. (laughs) You know, we all deal with things our own way. No, you don't. (laughs) Sometimes I destroy their stuff. Sometimes I wish them to disappear, and then I'm happy when they do. Yeah, I'd run around the house and eat popcorn while jumping up and down on my on my parents' lovemaking bed, oh, where they God. probably conceived me. <laughs> the bed where I was made. <laughs> Coke. <laughs> Waiting for my guy. Yeah, cops don't check this place out. Unless, well. you know, you're a Jew. <laughs> there are certain factors that might make you unwelcome. <laughs> that was 80 years ago. <laughs> I told him, I don't care what he says, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Once you say that, there's no going back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's a hard thing to say. Mm-hmm. Had to be said. How do you know, Kevin? How do you know that's true? <laughs> he says, that's true, like he knows. <laughs> Kevin, you just you just talked to somebody who th- you think is going to deliver a message to Santa Claus. 
<laughs> he should have brought that up into the yeah. conversation. I was just talking to one of Santa's helpers the other day. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, uh, adult stranger who I'm, I'm getting to know friendly, I'm by myself in my house. <laughs> I have no parents. I, I, I wished them away, and they're not here. And I'm hungry. <laughs> and I'm lonely, and I'm scared, and there are these robbers that have been casing my house. Yeah, by the way, have you seen the robbers that have been casing the neighborhood? Yes, because we have established that you are home, and you live right next door. Uh-huh. But you haven't seen anything? Yeah. Don't worry, I'm sure he'll pop up again at a really convenient time. Yeah, I'm probably... Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Oh, this scene's still going. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like... It, was the movie running short? Or something. I can't remember what you said. <laughs> Why, is, why does he have a bandage on his hand? I have no idea. He's fighting the Krampus, probably. <laughs> the Belschnickel. <laughs> totally believable. Oscar goes to Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> the South will rise again. <laughs> Poor Jeff Davis. Never the same. <laughs> is he just actor. now everybody from the, from the Confederate Army? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Mannheim Steamroller is, is uh, playing the music now. As if it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> wait, is it Steamroller or Steam Engine? I don't give a I fuck. Think it's, yeah, I think it's Steamroller, I think. Oh, you old savings and loan! <laughs> Merry Christmas! It's amazing he has the power to turn on Christmas lights as he runs. Okay, now, totally believable scene coming up. Oh, totally. Where he booby traps the entire house in a matter of minutes. Yes. Oh, Good but thing first he, he has up to... And then rolled up these battle plans. Yeah, because this isn't time-consuming. Yeah, so let's make sure we see him put out every single one of them. Yeah, or otherwise we won't get it, see? Now, that's murder right there. What yeah. he just did, that's a murder thing. That's murder. <laughs> and that would burn the house down. <laughs> murder again. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> um, so talking to the old man inspired a psychotic break of epic proportions. What? <laughs> Are we supposed to just go with this? I mean, he does know that they'll be wearing shoes, so why putting Christmas ornaments down is going Unless he knows that they're going to first go to the basement, and he's that much of a... <laughs> yeah, he's he's got it all worked out. Okay. okay. Now, 
There are multiple times in the next following um, <laughs> forever that this scene goes on. Yeah. That any normal thinking person would have left. Yes, just walk away. We will mark them for you. <laughs> Stouffer's brand microwavable cheese. <laughs> I wonder if he gets a chance to eat it. Oh, and God, how in yeah. the fuck was he going to eat it with a knife? <laughs> he was going to cut it up so it oh, was in okay. bite-sized pieces. <laughs> oh, that's right, the robbers. I completely forgot. Bad planning. Now that micro now that microwavable macaroni and cheese is just going to be there. It's okay. He can waste food. He's rich. And they don't show up. <laughs> or his mom walks in. <laughs> now, what would have happened if the mom had showed up at this point? Oh, uh, the movie would have redeemed itself completely. <laughs> I love how he can do this without even seeing. <laughs> He's aiming by ear. Is he? <laughs> See, it's funny in this kid's film that he's grabbing his dick and hopping yeah. around. And also, firearm safety is for losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick your head through the hole that your friend just got shot through. Um, is there a reason why he's sticking his head through the door that he can't fit through? No, there's not. Good thing it didn't leave a mark at all. Oh, I'm sure one will be in the next shot. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're being stealthy about it. Why not just kick the goddamn door shouting. in? They're literally shouting, you go down the basement, I'll go down the front, we'll murder yeah. that child. Just kick in the goddamn door. Okay, so uh, maybe it's a good time to start thinking maybe we won't get in. Yeah, and just we leave. we should not do it. Just leave. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Manslaughter. <laughs> Okay, yeah, please keep extending this. This will be great. Yeah, it's just so funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, the physical comedy. Mm. Don't go around. No, 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 don't don't go around the stairs. Don't go don't yeah. go around the part. See, there's you don't have to look over there, there that part. Yeah. Uh never mind. You needed to break your back. Okay. Oh. I mean, at least it's funny. Is it? <laughs> I hope Chuck Jones didn't see this, because he would have drank poison. <laughs> this would have been... He would have died a few years early. So how did Kevin prevent him from being able to crowbar open the door? I, yeah. Oh, get it? Because... 
Ah, it's funny. He's inviting you in because he's a murderer and he intends on killing you. (laughs) You do know that, right? If you haven't figured it out yet. Are those dead plants? Yeah, I guess. There's a really dark subtext to this movie. There really is. And... Dead! (laughs) (laughs) Again. (sighs) See, it's funny, because it left a mark on his face. Yeah, he's got a cartoon. Yeah, it's like a cartoon. Now, okay, Joe, I understand. Just go, oh, for the love of God. Just go, just Just, walk up the side. It's like a half a foot around it. Oh, God. Ah, But see, he beat it. He made it. Now, at this point, the door would be smoking and on fire. Oh, oh, yes. never mind. Boy, that doorknob conducts heat really well. Just like tote. <laughs> now you leave. Go away, yes. This is when you stop, because now you can't use that hand, because you have a, yes. a second to third degree burn on it. Oh, hey, look, Harv, Harv lost his shoes because uh, it's tar. Because and he's he didn't get it even after he made it halfway up the oh, stairs. And his socks get it. Oh, uh, it's so funny. Great. He's ah. he's. Weird how he fell without hitting any of the stairs. <laughs> he jumped back. Mm-hmm. What is their obsession with this dog door? I don't know. Have they never seen one before? I don't know. Okay, now here's where it gets really gruesome. Um, why would you stand there while it burned your head? <laughs> so now his nylon uh, cap is melted into his scalp. Cause it's, it's, yeah. Because... Um, Steve, <laughs> it's this, and it's 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 really gotten ugly at have this they, point. This this why haven't they left? This goes beyond just like a little booby trap. I mean, he he set the guy's head on fire. Yeah, that that's a sick thing to do. That cap ain't coming off. No, he's his life is ruined now. Oh look, you could just kick the door open. That's true. But the music's telling us it's supposed to be funny, Steve, so... Oh, of course, of course. It's it's lighthearted and it's just hygiene. It's a romp. It's a... Exactly. It's a fun romp for the whole family. Right. Oh, I see. So Kevin is that brilliant. Because he knew the guy wouldn't have any shoes. Um, now, what was on that was supposed to be, what? I guess, like, silicone or something? Okay. He squirted something on Epoxy, it. Epoxy, maybe? Yeah, yeah, something like that. The fumes didn't make him blind? No, okay. of course not. Don't look, of course don't not. Don't look down at all. 
before stepping. Yes, don't look at the floor, even though you just got out of a basement where everything was booby-trapped for your feet. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And make sure to keep stomping on the ornaments yeah. when you stand up. Don't don't look. Just step really hard. There you go. Step really heavy. <laughs> Good. Maybe you guys should stop now. <laughs> He's not dressed like a chicken. He that looks is nothing the stupidest like joke ever. He's just a guy with some feathers on him. Good thing they didn't look at the floor. Now, we've joked a couple of times about the things that would have murdered them. They more than likely have broken bones. But this next thing is outright yeah. murder. Yeah. That is a death sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yes, now he's dead. Also, how did Kevin lift an entire paint can over his head? <laughs> yeah. I'm a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they just kiss? Oh, it's gold tooth. Yeah. My trademark. That thing that where, where people can recognize me. <laughs> There's the Joe Pesci I know. Aha! <laughs> the true Joe made it out just for a second. That will work. Now call the cops, right? Not before. Uh, yeah, now. I mean, okay, so so we're saying he could have called the cops at any point during this? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I am so oh. afraid. Tension. <clears throat> convenient spider is convenient. <laughs> I no, will save you. <laughs> Don't don't drag the spider into this. Come on, Christmas spider, reach! <laughs> He's afraid of spiders. See. Wait, what? He's he's afraid of spiders. Oh, okay. That's his. Yeah. Oh, his escape plan. <laughs> his deranged escape so, plan. So, let me get this straight. His whole plan from the beginning was to call the cops. Yes. I'm, oh, he's going to kill him. <laughs> it's time to end our partnership. No spiders were harmed in the making of this film. Mm. Only their pride. <laughs> he stood there long enough. He should only go halfway and stop. <laughs> and the rope breaks and he falls and he dies at the end. Mm-hmm. He also gains about 30 pounds while while the stunt performer is doing this, but, you know. Non-regulation Darth Vader helmet. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> D- 
down here? You're on yeah. the same level as him. He's a kid. I forgot. How come they couldn't call the house again? He just made I, a phone call. I know. It's uh, How come his oh, mom couldn't oh, call the house? I can't remember. Uh, oh, it's bad. This will work. Good thing he wrapped his horribly burned hand in a handkerchief. Yeah, it's a good thing that the overweight man and the man with skinny arms is somehow going to do this. I mean, they're doing it wrong anyway. They need to be swinging hand over hand well, like yeah, a monkey bar. Well, yeah, they're also doing it wrong because usually you don't have, like, a, a secure rope that's obviously <laughs> tied around your, your waist because your bodies are bent weird. <laughs> this rope has a remarkable amount of slack in it considering it's holding 400 pounds worth of weight. <laughs> Ta-dum. <laughs> Another act of attempted murder. Yep. So the whole neighborhood just emptied of people. Is that it? I get. Yeah, they all just they everybody went out of town for Christmas. Oh, okay. Except the old man, who limits his Who's appearances. All alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, a modest home. Yeah. Yeah. He gets a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to finish this, Marv. Now, is there a reason why he's not electrocuted? Yeah, really. Dun, dun, dun. Remember the house you wanted to rob? (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) Oh, oh, old man next machina. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the old man who we already know is a good guy from the earlier scene and then he swip, flips that shovel around decapitates both of them they go on the lamb. <laughs> come on boy I'm not going to ask where your parents are <laughs> not my business so Kevin literally called the cops to another house not his own Yeah. why didn't he call the cops to his house I guess he didn't want them to find out he was there alone. Yeah, because this has but, been working yeah. out for him so good. Yeah, he wants to keep this rolling. I wonder if one of them is Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Wah, <laughs> wah. I mean, this movie could use Reginald Vell Johnson. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, thanks for spelling wet. (laughs) And also not telling a reporter, but telling the cop. Yeah, Yeah, like the cop gives a shit. 
weird song to play at this scene. Oh boy. When Tommy finds out that kid's dead. Oh yeah, that's his days are numbered. <laughs> I'm telling you, Henry, it's a menace. <laughs> Took a blowtorch to my fucking head. <laughs> I mean, we can't possibly be expected to give a shit about any of this, can we? No, I'm kind of curious as to how we managed to get tar off of the basement stairs. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a better movie hidden in this movie. <laughs> there is a better movie with better characters. That we that we we barely even see. feeling this wasn't scripted because <laughs> it's kind of funny so you can tell <laughs> he started talking again <laughs> after seven weeks <laughs> uh, that would be such a better movie mm-hmm. oh god so their whole house has a Christmas color scheme. Yeah. Is it just like that all the time? Yes. That's ah. exactly what's like. God. <laughs> <laughs> but they look, the miracle of Christmas snow. For some reason yeah. he thinks his mom's home. Because the Christmas snow fairy why is he doing this? <laughs> No, Kevin, there's no happy ending. You're alone. <laughs> You're alone. Your family's and plane crashed. And this is where Kevin discovers. <laughs> <laughs> it was that moment that Christmas died in his heart. <laughs> the wet bandits should have killed him and spared <laughs> him this fate. <laughs> they were not the demons he thought, but angels in disguise. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And the budget rent-a-truck of a better movie leaves oh. forever. <laughs> Don't go away. <laughs> Kevin should have run downstairs and said, Oh, good, the only one I like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. You didn't, bring the re- you didn't bring the rest of them with you, did you? Yeah. Oh, I see. Everything's fine now. He cleaned up the house. Yeah. Miraculously. Everybody loves each other, and everyone's going to be nice. So, what kind of direction was he getting? Okay, look look 
surprised. <laughs> look. <laughs> Just l- look in that direction. What's that look? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Remember, you thought you wished your family away. <sighs> Why are you looking at her like she did something wrong? <laughs> oh, you don't Kevin, know that they your... abandoned you. <laughs> haven't your emotions come back yet, sweetie? Oh, wait, I'm supposed to feel something, right? I guess. I feel something. Angry. <laughs> it's, not what I, it's not what I'm supposed to feel. Nope. Oh. Uh... They didn't want to. They like Paris. <laughs> oh, what a convenient thing. The Turns out she did back. all that shit for nothing. Ha ha, her story was pointless. And my favorite part is coming up here in the next few seconds. Okay, so they hug him. Everybody's happy to see him. Yeah. His brothers give him, like, little compliments. Mm-hmm. None of these children look related in any way, shape, or form. Not remotely. Wah, wah. Ha, ha, ha. You big dummy. I bought a tiny thing of milk. (laughs) And I drank it all. I drank all of it. Also, there's blood all over the place. (laughs) Also, the the doorknob, the front doorknob shouldn't really work because the internal mechanism should be melted together. (laughs) I should have burnt the house down. I don't know why I didn't. (laughs) Okay, now this is every... They all just walk away from him. Yay! Thank goodness. He's... Yeah, they just fucking leave! They they just got home after leaving him home alone. They were all worried sick. They see him for 30 seconds. They walk the fuck away from him. Including the mom. Including the mom. What have you been doing for the last few days? Nothing. Now, this is... This is... Yeah, see, he has to make that little facial thing to indicate tooth. (laughs) Because we're stupid! How else would we get it? Oh, look, the old man has... Closure, or he's hugging uh, strangers. I don't. I'm glad. <laughs> who, I'm who glad that his resolution is that the little girl, the granddaughter. Uh, yeah, uh, so I'm glad there's. I'm glad there's resolution to his story that he mentioned once. Yeah. Where is the rest of the family? I know, like. <sighs> the old man I care about. And that's it. Actually, look, he's acting, everybody. (laughs) Why? Why does he bother? Why is he bothering to act in this movie? (laughs) Also, why did they hug and kiss in the middle of the street? Yeah. Like, just come in. Is that the end? Oh, that's so... It's a punchline at the end, see? They all live... After no, just lived. They all lived. They just, they just lived. Oh boy! So oh. we're gonna talk over the credits, shall we? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. Oh, in fact, let's not make them. There's no stinger at the end of this fucking thing. That's true. You know what? Just stop watching the movie now. Sam Jackson isn't gonna show up and say you're a man with a certain set of skills. 
<laughs> We're putting a team together, Kevin. So let's stop this thing in uh, three, two, one. Oh, no more movie. No more movie. All right, everybody. Now it's time for us to review it. <laughs> oh, boy. In case you can't tell how we feel about it. Steve, how do you feel about this warm-hearted Christmas classic? This movie that anyone can relate to if you're white and upper class. <laughs> yes, indeed. Home Alone. Oh, my God. Um, I don't love it, really. <laughs> I... Here's the thing. This is the thing about this movie, right? Because we've we we've reviewed movies on this show many times that yes. we haven't liked. Yes. And we've reviewed like really popular movies that we haven't liked. Yeah. But there's something about this movie that the the chasm between how popular it is and how good it is is so wide. It's like I I I genuinely don't understand why anyone likes anything about this movie mm -hmm. because it's it's not just like well it's okay but it's not really my thing right. or well it makes a few missteps but it's an interesting idea it's like no it, it, this movie does everything wrong it's bad <laughs> it's not funny none of the characters are interesting except for the ones that we don't learn anything about like the John Candy character who is basically just doing his own thing yep. or the old man who is played by an actor who's putting way too much effort into this. Yep. Um, other than that, it's like the, the Kevin is a completely unlikable character. He, I don't believe him as a kid for a second. I don't care that he ever sees his family again. Yep. Um, I don't think any of his little things that he does are cute or funny uh. or interesting or anything. Uh, I don't think that I, I don't feel anything about the rock trying to get into the house. I don't feel any kind of peril. I don't think it's funny. Mm. I don't think it's interesting. I don't... I just think the movie fails at everything it tries to do. It's so shockingly bad <laughs> that when I, when, when I... When someone who is like an, uh, an adult... <laughs> Who and I know I have a couple friends like this, and even people who are like movie people who, mm -hmm. who 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 will try to defend Home Alone, and it makes me wonder like why I'm even talking to them, because I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get why anyone over the age of like six would ever find anything of value in this movie. I it's it's so bad. Mm -hmm. It's so so bad in every possible way. And th we mentioned it a couple times during the commentary. I mean, there there are. There are actors in the movie that are just incredibly talented people. And it's it's sad and frustrating to see. Like I'm like you. I love Catherine O'Hara. Mm -hmm. Catherine O'Hara is so good and so funny. And and to take an, an, an actor of her caliber and a comedian of her caliber and to put her in this movie yeah. where she has nothing funny to do. Her story winds up not even meaning anything because they do the little, they have to do the little gag at the end where the rest of the family shows up five minutes later. Cause mm -hmm. all, she, all it turns out if she would have just stayed there and taken the next flight, yeah. it would have been fine. It's a series of scenes in which she shouts at people behind counters. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 it's like, who would have thought that parents who are upset and want to get home to see their child could be so unlikable? <laughs> They're such jerks. It's like she throws someone off of a phone. The, the mm -hmm. fucking, the, the dad is at the counter, like berating the, the, the woman at the counter saying like, yeah, but can't you just kick someone else off the flight? I'm important. I need to, uh, but you don't understand. It's me. I need to get home. I, like, I abandoned my child. 
Yes, like you're you're no, you're no more important than anybody else. Yeah, it's not my fault you abandoned your fucking kid, you dipshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just there's not a likable person in it. The the dialogue is is so bad. They and they there are these weird moments where like Kevin is like it's either his thoughts or it's like just a weird random ADR where it's like you know he's just like that that scene when he's walking back. Uh, when he recognizes uh, the robbers because of the tooth and he's like walking away and there's that weird ADR mm-hmm. where he's like uh, and na- next time I'll be ready for them and it's yeah. like what the fuck is the point of that like why do we need that well, we the don't point of that. that is because they treat the audience like they're a bunch of mewling children yeah which I mean <laughs> most of them probably were <laughs> literally but I yeah it's I mean we I've we've said this before I, I said this when we reviewed Armageddon, I've said this for a couple other movies that were like awful movies that had really big box office returns. But it's mm-hmm. like when this when this movie was this big of a hit, it should have been uh, a warning to us that there was something deeply wrong with our culture. <laughs> when a movie when a movie this bad, this utterly <sighs> incompetent on every level could make four hundred million dollars at the box office. When I when I was a kid in, in the early nineties, this was a top ten grossing film all time. Yeah. Before, like, Star Wars came back and the superhero movies came in, and, and I mean, now the, the top ten is completely different. But when I was a kid, Home Alone, for quite a few years, was a top ten grossing film ever mm-hmm. for American domestic box office. This movie made so much fucking money. And it's 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 embarrassing. If, like, if aliens came down... From from some other planet, and they were lift, and they were going down box office mojo, and they were like, "Tell us about your most popular movies." And they got to this movie. This would be one where I was like, "Now, nah, can we just skip that one? <laughs> we you don't want to know about that one. That's we don't need to talk about that. I, I can't explain that. I don't really want to. Yeah, you know, it's don't just, look at me that sh- way. Oh, don't, don't play it. Me what are you way. doing? Yeah, what are you doing? No, don't watch it. No, no, no. So don't watch Christmas it. is when you abandon your children and attempt to murder them. Yeah, exactly. And see, and that, that's that's what one last thing I'll, I'll I'll piss and moan about before before you get before it's your turn. It, this is not a Christmas movie. There's nothing remotely Christmassy about this. Are other you kidding than, me? They cram so much Christmas shit all over the place. Exactly. It's just they they throw there. It, it's it takes place during Christmas and they decorate it with a bunch of Christmas ornaments. But there's nothing remotely Christmassy about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a Christmas movie. It's a it's a failed comedy. And it's just, I, and it's awful. It's awful and it's bad. And nobody should like it. If you like this movie, I don't understand you. I, I, and, 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 and I'm glad that I don't. Like, it's not a bridge that I want to cross. I'm like, you know what? If you like it, that's cool. Do your thing. I am you not remotely you. there. You be you. I don't want to know why you connect with this movie. I mean, I just, I don't even people like I, I have people who, who watch this movie when they were kids. Right. Yeah. And they remember it from when they were in the, the target age group and they liked it. Then yeah. they watch it now and they're like, Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah. That's yeah, not good. That's not something you know, to put in. So, so I don't know. Anyway, there you go. That's, that's, that's just, that's, that's okay. my take. My turn. Go for it. Hooray. <laughs> the movie is shot on film. It's framed. Mm-hmm. There, there was a cinematographer involved. The screenwriter, director, producers—you know—it's it, got the look of a you know, mainstream Hollywood movie. But at some point, no one bothered to look at the script that closely. I don't think <laughs> because the thing that that bothers me the most about this film is not just that it's not terribly funny. I could see if you're a little kid, you think it's hilarious, right? Because people fall down and they get hurt, and it's funny. 
But um, the thing that that bothers me the most is what is this movie supposed to be? I do, I don't know if the filmmakers know. With Kevin running around attacking the burglars and getting into Kevin-related garbage, we then cut to scenes of the awful family, or mainly just the mother, trying to get home, and which she yells a lot. And I guess things are supposed to be funny, but it's not. It's just her yelling at someone, and then someone saying, well, we can't do it, and then her yelling some more. And then we cut in this weepy scene with the old man, right? For yeah. some reason, because we need that in there, because they learn from each other, I think? Or something? <laughs> it goes about its business delivering the basic plot stuff that you would want from a narrative. You have the unlikable character at the beginning that turns, in, I guess, into a sweet kid at the end that misses his family, right? Yeah. But we know that he misses his family somewhere around halfway through when he kisses his family picture and says, I'm sorry, I think you're such jerks. Why does he think that? I don't know. Does something happen <laughs> that all of a sudden he misses his family? No. Does he need his brothers or anything like No, nothing like that. He calls for his mom when he gets scared once. And then yeah. that's about it. We have no reason to believe that he would miss this garbage family that treats him like crap for the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of the blue, because I guess he misses them now. Because the movie said we have to. The, thing, the, the other thing that I don't like about this movie is just how dumb it thinks we are. Everything yeah. is telegraphed. Everything is, is, is emphasized. The, the whole joke we made about Joe Pesci's tooth is the prime example of that. It's the prime example of that. How dumb are we? We're so dumb that we won't notice that he has a gold tooth. They have to put a little... They have to fucking put a special effect in so it glints for no reason. It just glints yeah. so that later on it glints again just in case we're so dumb that we didn't realize that that was the same person, that that was the same cop. Or is it solely for the little kid character who apparently is so dumb that he doesn't realize it's the same character? <sighs> this is a movie that could have taken place any time during the year. Any time during the year. But it takes place at Christmas time. Why? So that you'll feel something. Right? But it's Christmas time, Christmas family, appreciate family, family, family. Yeah. Everyone loves family, family shit. What could be worse than missing your family at Christmas, right? Sure. Okay. There's no reason why this couldn't have been a summer vacation. They could have been leaving for Arbor Day. It doesn't matter. The same plot would have been exactly the same, except they said it at Christmas. Nothing in the plot is intrinsic for it to be Christmas time, other than the layering of Christmas that they sloshed all over it. I couldn't relate to or 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 feel anything for any of the characters because it is so cookie cutter and so dry and so uh, not so cut and dried that there's nothing to invest in. I'm not invested in Kevin. He's such an awful actor. I don't believe a single fucking thing he does in the entire <laughs> goddamn movie. I don't even believe him when he's supposed to be asleep. Which is one of the easiest <laughs> things to do as an actor. I'm asleep now. Just lay still with your eyes closed. Can't don't even believe that. So in the end, while I think little kids will like it, I think it was something that parents could take their kids to because the kids will have fun and the parents won't pull their eyes out out of, out of, out of complete sheer boredom. There is something <clears throat> in regards to this film that I don't think, you know, I think that really is a testament to it. Everyone thinks of it as a Christmas film. But it ain't one of those Christmas films that plays on a loop at Christmas time, is it? No. 
because while it has some heart, overall, it's too damn ugly for Christmas. You have awful family at the beginning that treats everyone like crap. We keep cutting back to them in Paris where they're all sitting in a luxury hotel room with a great view of the Eiffel Tower, eating shrimp and not giving a fuck about Kevin. Thanks for putting that scene in the middle yeah, of the really. film. <laughs> they're just fine without him. <laughs> And most of the film is just ugly things happening, you know? And then Kevin has to defend his house for some reason. And then we watch two guys get abused for a little while. And then we cut to a scene in which the two guys catch up to him. And it, it really does seem like one of them is going to start biting his fingers off. <laughs> you know, before the man comes in and beats them to death with a shovel. <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah, Christmas movie. <laughs> So while it attempts at sentiment, it attempts at having happy, fun feelings, it doesn't really mean it. They don't invest any realism in any of the characters, so we can't get invested in them at all. A little bit with Catherine O'Hara, we kind of feel that way at the end scene, because she's a good actress. Yeah. Not We don't care about Kevin at all, <laughs> or how he feels, or what's no. going on. So, in the end... Do I think that this is a classic movie? I guess other people do, but I don't think it should be. I think it has. It, I think it's a recognizable film, definitely. Yeah. But in twenty years, are we gonna still like? Oh, let's watch Home Alone at Christmas time when people don't even remember a time when there weren't cell phones because there weren't any. A lot of stuff would have been fixed with cell phones in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take that back. A lot of things would have been fixed if someone had flick and called the house. Yeah. And got a hold of Kevin. <laughs> hey, Kev, what's going on? Or if cops did their job. <laughs> a lot of lazy script writing. Yeah. And they're relying on you to travel along with the plot at such a pace that you don't stop to think, why didn't this happen? The biggest, laziest conceit in this film is literally the kid at the beginning who is farted into oh. existence that walks up to a house for no goddamn reason, starts routing through their stuff, gets mistaken by Kevin, and the minute his usefulness to the plot is over, he fucking disappears in a puff of smoke. <laughs> That's lazy script writing. Yeah. All they because knew it's is just, it's just plugging a hole. They needed to get the kid at home by himself. And yeah. this was the best that they could come up with. It also tries to keep everyone's hands clean because they knew that they mm -hmm. were dealing with the subject that potentially could be like, well, those, these are neglectful parents. How could they possibly? So they went out of their way to make sure that the parents were blameless with him being abandoned at the house. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So they make sure that we don't have any hard feelings at the end. No hard feelings is sticking on the parents' part because they let the daughter and the, the, the kid and all the yeah. other stuff that happened. And, could have uh, happened to anybody. Yeah. So, that's what I'm going to say. Not classic, Steve. Oh, fuck no. Good. Let's talk about <laughs> movies that we like. We're going to make recommendations for films that we like. Right, Steve? Yeah, that's right. Make a recommendation. Make it short. God, We're hitting the two-hour mark. God damn it. Well, actually, it's funny you should say that. I am going to make it short. Um, Yay! I have I have a little I have a little present for you folks. You just had to listen to us watch uh, Home Alone for two hours. The movie I'm going to recommend for you for this Christmas is uh, a movie that e hopefully you'll like it. And if you don't, it doesn't matter because it's only ten minutes long. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's ten more minutes after you just watch Home Alone? Yeah. Um, I'm actually I thought because this this is uh, a terrible movie that masquerades as a Christmas movie. I thought, wouldn't it be cool to recommend and point you in the direction of one of the first Christmas movies? Um, and I, I actually I'm recommending it's the 1910 version of A Christmas Carol that is available everywhere because it's public domain it's, it's on youtube it's on the internet archive long. it's 10 minutes long how in the fuck do they do a 10 minute christmas carol they they fit everything in it's very quick okay but and it look not much time to dwell on too much but are they over cranking the film is that why it's yeah. 10 minutes long <laughs> yeah. you might want to watch it on slow motion no it's 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 very efficiently adapted i'll put it that <laughs> way but it, it has when you watch it it's surprising mean, obviously they cut a lot out but it's surprising how how much that they're able to fit into that 10 minutes. You get Scrooge, who hates Christmas. You get the visitation of Marley and the Three Spirits. You get Scrooge's redemption, all in a nice, tight 10-minute package. And this is technically not the oldest surviving adaptation of A Christmas Carol. There is an earlier one from a few years before this that we still have, but we don't have all of it. We only have, like, three minutes of footage. So this is the oldest surviving, fully intact adaptation, film adaptation of A Christmas Carol. And it was produced by Thomas Edison's film company when he decided that he wanted to make his own movies instead of stealing other people's. Right. Um, so good for him, you know. Uh, and uh, he, he ruined George Melies' life, and he said, I'm just going to make my own movies from now on. Uh, so run out and buy that DVD of the 10-minute from 1910 Christmas no, just, Carol. No, just, just watch the free version oh, so okay. that Thomas Edison's estate can't possibly profit from it. Cause, <laughs> because fuck Thomas Edison. But no, it's, it's, an, it's, it's, a, it's a neat little uh, bit of, of film history, and it's the, the oldest surviving complete version of A Christmas Carol. So there you go, 10 minutes. It's, you know, it's, it's at least worth your time to check it out for for history's sake and i think it's pretty neat so there you go that's my recommendation hey well as everyone knows i like to recommend a movie from the same year of the movie that we just review and that was 1990 and holy shit everybody aside from a few gleaming <laughs> gems and one arguably almost perfect film which was goodfellas nothing really mm -hmm. came out in 1990 <laughs> definitely i was looking for like a christmas themed comedy and i was coming up dry so this is as close to a christmas themed comedy i'm gonna get difference with this comedy is is that you don't have to take it seriously at all and if you hate it that's fine because uh, quite honestly i have no idea what the filmmaker was trying to do other than parody it's a sequel and i think he was parodying the first movie which is kind of a christmas movie <laughs> The movie that I'm going to recommend is a little film called Gremlins 2. Uh, I thought that's where you were going. The New Batch. <laughs> yes. Which is one of those weird films where you go in expecting it to be a regular sequel, and then at some point you realize, oh, they're satirizing the first film. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it and you're expecting it to be a serious um, sequel to Gremlins, it's not. It doesn't take itself seriously. At one point, the whole film breaks the fourth wall altogether. <laughs> they actively make fun of not only the characters, but the situations from the first film. I think they're actually making fun of Chris Columbus's script. <laughs> it's just a big dumb stupid movie that i find funny simply because it's it's interesting to see someone just fucking take studio money and flush it down a goddamn toilet <laughs> because the studio thought they were gonna get a sequel to a blockbuster and instead he said i don't want to make it i want to do this 
<laughs> There's cartoons in it. There's the fucking Christopher Lee is in it. Yeah. There are gremlins that turn into electricity somehow, and a mobster one, and ones that's like a half spy spider. Oh, it's good, and I like I like watching it because it's funny. Best best performance by Tony Randall ever in the movie. <laughs> so Gremlins two, and if you feel like watching a Christmas movie, just fucking put some tinsel on your TV screen when you watch it. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, that's all they did with Home Alone. Yeah, that's okay. it. Hey, what are we going to review next time, Steve? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think you know. I know because I'm going to force you to do it. You're hey, gonna, guys, long-time uh, listeners of the show know that there's a little bone of contention between Steve and myself. <laughs> a little movie that we both disagree on. One movie that I love deeply and one that I don't even think Steve has any real emotional attachment to at all whatsoever. I, I can take it or leave it. <laughs> but we're finally going to review it after teasing it out for three years. Yes. We're finally going to duke it out. The, <laughs> the first review of the new year. And oh, by the way, guys, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Merry, Merry Kwanzaa. Do you say Merry before Kwanzaa? I, I don't know. Um, uh, Kwanzaa's greetings. A joyous Festivus. Have, have fun, Yuletide. <laughs> <laughs> um... The movie that we're going to review next is a little time movie mm -hmm. from the year 2000, I think. Yeah, just a little trifle of a film. Yeah, it didn't inspire yeah. a whole new genre of films that tried no. desperately to ape its success and failed miserably. No. Including a series of prequels. <laughs> <laughs> the movie we're going to review next mm -hmm. is The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah. So I guess I should start watching it now so I can get it all in before the next recording session. Length jokes! <laughs> I gotta um, save these for the show. I can't be burning this now. Ooh, we need to decide something, though, Steve. Yeah, which version are we watching? We're gonna watch the theatrical cut. Okay. Oh, okay. bless you. Because oh, that bless is... your heart. <laughs> bless because your heart. that is the version that people watched in the theaters. Right. And while I really, really love the... the um, director's cut versions that they put out they are obscenely long and truly made for the fan base and yeah. not necessarily something that they would put in movie theaters so yes if you guys want to get all the jokes and if you haven't seen lord of the rings the fellowship <laughs> of the rings then go and see it that way you'll be on the same page and you'll be like jason's right or steve's right or i don't know how i feel about these movies <laughs> <laughs> That's we're going to see the Fellowship of the Rings, right, Steve? That's right. We're just, it's time to just do it. You know, we got through Christmas and now it's time to just do it. That's right. And that's it. We're all done, Steve. Yeah. Hey, Fully we made it. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, everybody. For late seating, this has been Jason Harding. And go see a movie this week. And this has been Steve Shives. I have been awake for almost 60 hours. I'm tired and I'm dirty. I have been from Chicago to Paris to Dallas to. Where the hell am I? You're on a podcast, Steve. Oh, fuck. We've been, I know it feels like it's been 60 hours doing the podcast. I, yeah, I'm sorry you haven't showered. That movie, <laughs> that movie just, I don't know. Are you sure that's only 100 minutes? 
I don't. Is it really only a hundred? I no. I think it's a hundred and three minutes exactly. Oh, I forgot the extra three minutes. I know it feels like <laughs> a year has gone by since we were reviewing it, but it's only been. Uh, you know, I'm sure once we're done, you can go shower. Yeah, I should know, shave probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it a little trim, maybe. You know, stare yeah. at the mirror for a really long time. <laughs> It's so quiet. I've never noticed how quiet it was before. Come out of the bathroom. Have your wife ask you, "Are you done now? Can we be? Can we have a normal household again? Why do you I keep doing this back. to yourself? Walk into the living room. Your whole family is there. It's Christmas, Steve. No, they just want to talk to you about something. Oh, it's an intervention, Steve. <laughs> How much do you know about this, Jason? <laughs> I'm your only friend. <laughs> don't listen to them. They don't, don't know what's good for you. Jason, what are you doing here? How is it possible that you're here in the house? Who else are you going to be able to do Werner worse Herzog jokes with? These people? <laughs> <laughs> they won't get them. Come on, you and me. We'll hold hands. We'll jump into our car. We'll drive off like at the end of Thelma and Louise. <laughs> oh, oh, the happy ending. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Where they got into the car and drove away and lived happily ever after. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.